afternoon and welcome to the Voice of Wisdom. With over 60 years of experience as an investment banker, entrepreneur, investment analyst, economist, and venture capitalist, Morty Davis is Wall Street and capitalism personified. The over 400 companies for which he has raised more than $3 billion over the years have created countless number of jobs and exciting new products. Through the voice of wisdom, Mr. Davis explores, analyzes, and debates the most topical political, economic, and social issues facing our world today. Please join the discussion by calling 332-263-3300. That's 332-263-3300. And now, Mr. Davis. It's great to back with to be back with you once again, my very uh, cherished uh, friends and, and listeners. You're my favorite people in the whole world. Those that, those that agree with me, I love. And those that, that disagree with me, I love even more sometimes because they give me the wisdom that I lack. And after the program, I really reflect on all the things that you all introduced and say and write to me. So great to be back with you. I hope you had a great week, and I hope you have a better week every week from here on the rest of your lives. Anyway, today we're going to talk about inflation. We we already have a caller, my favorite caller, Brett. Okay, so uh, why don't I take Brett? I don't know what you're going to argue with me about at this time. Since I haven't said anything, but uh, I wanted Marty. to. Yeah. Mary, Good Brett. Good evening, Marty. You always need somebody to give you a little spirit. We're the voice of wisdom. <laughs> but at least we can have a good laugh together. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever you say. Let's see what, what, what your issue is now. I haven't even said anything, and you're already on the phone. So, Marty. Yeah. Oh, you really? Know what that is? Have to stop inflation immediately. Yeah. Impeach Joe Biden. <laughs> and do it immediately. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm sure now is when the argument starts. That's, that, that, that's your political <laughs> solution. <laughs> I, I didn't want to get into... I don't want to get into the... A discussion like this on politics, because the will will never be through. So, uh, sure, I don't. But let's talk policy then, okay? Yeah. The number one driver of inflation is energy costs. Yeah. Energy costs affect every single cost in this nation, from filling up our cars with gas to transporting the goods to and from the ports and to and from the factories to the to drop delivering the food to the stores, to running the factories that produce and process our food to every other product you know for. The energy cost is involved in every cost of every component of what we buy and products and goods and services in this economy. And Joe Biden, basically with his Green New Deal policies and his crazy um, policies on energy, he basically, the first thing he did his first day in office was he shut down the excellent Keystone Pipeline, which would have delivered 20 million barrels a day to the United States. Uh, He also has started a war on American oil production. So all of a sudden, um, when he's 
supply, you immediately in, in, in not only increase demand, but you increase price. Um, it doesn't have the capability of understanding the basics of economics. And you know what? We all would love to have a Green New Deal sometime in the future, but you can't do it overnight. And when green energy sources like wind and solar produce less than 6% of the capacity of the United States, you can't tell the American people that overnight you have to have 100% of your energy supplied by, by uh, uh, green uh, sources that are only capable of delivering 6%. You have to continue to have the American oil and gas production and maybe over time stage this. But what he's done is he created a train wreck. He basically derailed America's energy independence and energy uh, sufficiency. So I would say you want to end this problem with inflation, you got to impeach Joe Biden and get him out of office. He's just not competent to run the country anymore. Your thoughts, Mark? Okay, you're a great caller <laughs> because uh, <laughs> because uh, you're brilliant and you're also the voice of a special wisdom, but I couldn't disagree with you more, as always. Uh, <clears throat> I, Okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you. Now, first of all, I don't agree with your view of uh, of the the Trump attitude and some of the attitudes of some of the right wingers, which is drill, 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 baby, drill. It's time we got off that fossil fuel that that's killing human beings, that's giving people asthma. Hey, uh, uh, let me let me tell you. Let me tell you something. The the thing that is the most bothersome to me and irksome, and it's been so for years, is what a what a uh, inept leadership. All of them, every president we've had, and going back to 1972, has been remiss and wimpy in letting. OPEC uh, run run up the price. If not for OPEC, oil would never be more than twenty dollars. There's no shortage of supply. There's a manipulation of supply because OPEC. You know, I'll give you a good example. Only about a year and a half ago, they paid us forty dollars uh, if you take a barrel of oil. Because why would they pay? Be what? Okay. No, so. No, so once and for all, where were the major? Where wait? Well, I'm getting a heart attack. I never heard you agree with me yet. <laughs> that's no, that's why you're a good caller because we get we get out both sides of the equation. So I'm saying, okay. So I'm saying since we are the major major um, uh, consumer of oil throughout the world. With them and and in some respects a, a major supplier to others. What we got to do is once and for all tell OPEC unless you and even if it requires like during the Second World War, Americans are great. They're willing to make sacrifices if they understand the issue. So we say we're never going to buy an oil, a barrel of oil from anybody and not not any of our allies too if they we can get their cooperation unless. Uh, uh, for any OPEC member, unless they stop fixing the supply and the price. I started to say a year and a half ago, it went under a, a dollar. In other words, less than a dollar a barrel. 
which was uh, the price before uh, OPEC got involved, before the uh, uh, Middle East countries got involved. Uh, in 1972, uh, the oil was a dollar a barrel, a dollar to two dollars the most. And we let him get away with that because the American companies were the owners of, of all that oil and, and uh, paid a royalty to the uh, countries that let us drill in their countries. They had no way of taking out the oil. They had no knowledge of the technology, nothing. We did it all for them. And in return for that, they, one day they decided, well, you know, why, why should we let the Americans have so much? So they, they turned it around and, and they, they uh, took over the ownership of the oil, which was contrary to the agreement we had with them. And they, uh, they raised immediately, the price went to $8. I don't know if you're familiar with the history of uh, American uh, uh, responses, U.S. responses to, uh, to uh, take over any property, American property. Back in, uh, in past history, not so long ago, when uh, uh, the Ecuador, Ecuadorians took over, some Ecuadorians took over a, a U.S. Um, U.S. What, what was it? U.S. Uh, Refinery. No, no. U.S. U.S. Uh, U.S. Fr fruit. U.S. Um, wasn't U.S. U.S. Fr there was the largest uh, fruit operation in America. So if they took over if they if they took over a banana farm, we sent down immediately a battleships. They called it uh, uh, gunboat diplomacy. And the minute the battleships got got to Ecuador, they they left and 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 within within the day, there was no more takeover. So we could have done the same thing with uh, with uh, Saudi Arabia and Kuwait and all of those countries that had no use for the oil, they didn't, they didn't know it's of any value, and if, even if they knew, they had no way of getting it out. So we work, our oil companies work out a deal with them. We'll, we'll get the oil out of the, the ground for you. We'll make you a lot of money, but in return for that, we'll pay you a royalty. We'll own the oil properties. Afterwards, they, they, reneged, they reneged on that deal. Wait, wait let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. If you agree with me, I, I'm, I got to question my my wisdom. Anyway, uh, so so in conjunction with the American oil companies, which likewise love the idea of raping Americans, guess uh, drivers and 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 consumers, uh, they went along because instead of fighting it, they figured out the next day within very long it went to eight dollars a barrel. They said, look, who has to own it? At $8 a barrel, we make way more marketing it than we, um, than we get owning it. So we never fought them. We never asked the American government to, to intrude on our behalf that we own the properties. And since then, it's been the biggest external tax. On, on, that, that started, that was square one towards the biggest eternal tax on the American consumer. And then they, to add an insult to injury, they set up OPEC, which again, you know, it was a, a monopoly, a cartel. If, if it was in this country, they'd all be in jail, right? 
Teddy Roosevelt stopped that with with the American companies because he he stopped monopoly. He did, uh, you know, he he put in place policies to limit monopoly. They couldn't fix the price. They couldn't fix the supply. OPEC fixed the. So I went from minus zero because they didn't have a place to put another ounce of oil. Every ship, every tanker, every warehouse that they could put oil was filled. So they they paid people to, to they paid people to take a barrel of oil and paid them forty dollars to take a barrel of oil, each barrel of oil, uh, because they don't like to close up. It's it's dangerous to close up wells because when you reopen them again, uh, often uh, they they're not as productive or they you lose all the all the uh, oil. So they don't don't like to close it. So they paid us to take it. Within a very short time, they. Uh, they reversed their position and they uh, they cut the supply. They cut the supply, and within uh, weeks, months, it started to boom and 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 go through the roof. Even before now, they blame it well. It's it's uh, Putin. It's it's Ukraine. It was seventy dollars a barrel before we ever we ever went near Ukraine before Putin uh, attacked. Uh, from zero to seventy, from zero to seventy dollars. So the way the beginning is right now, you don't beg. We keep begging. Uh, 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 not Ukraine, um, Saudi, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, and and they run it. Saudi Arabia. Oh, oh then the other thing. Right. The other thing that that uh, Saudi Arabia was brilliant. At, was they uh, they didn't have Russia as part of OPEC. Now it's called the OPEC Plus. So initially, when it was down that low, they went to Russia and they said, "Look, why don't you join our effort?" And, and immediately, Russia uh, Russia responded, "No, we don't want to do it. We want to sell our oil, like like you know the free markets. Not that they w- wanted free markets, but they thought they'd do better being on their own." Finally, they submitted. And from then on, it went right through the roof. So why are we so wimpy? That's a war we should fight. We fight all these wars that have nothing to do with, with our safety or our, our country. We've never been attacked uh, physically in the US. The closest thing was 9-11. And stupidly, we, we went to a 20-year war. We gave up so many lives, way more than 3,000, way more than 30,000. And for the rest of this, uh, uh, next hundred years, we will paying, be paying for veterans at Veterans Hospital. We just finished probably the last one from the Second World War. We still have tons of uh, uh, soldiers that were treating for, for terrible diseases and maladies and, and mental problems just because we went to war. And, and for what, you know, we should have gone after Osama bin Laden. That's the guy that did it. So maybe the Taliban are dangerous, but you, you know, we don't have to sacrifice all human life, some, uh, the best of our lives. You know, my, my view is that we should outlaw all laws, just as we outlaw chemical uh, use in wars and biological uh, 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 weapons in war. We should outlaw, or alternatively, my feeling is that we should make it that nobody under 65 could be drafted for a war. This way, this way, all go- 
this way, just let me finish. This way, people over 65, I don't know if you know this, but uh, you know, if they're in a war, they're not going to run after the guy to, to trying for them. And, and, and very few people would get killed as a result. And not only that, but even if they got wounded, their wives would be you know, bragging. My wife, my husband got wounded. They got a Pearl Harbor, a Pearl Heart, or, uh, or if he got killed even, they'd get a gold star and they'd say, wow, what a hero my husband is. And at, after 65, it's not such a big loss. But to use our, lose our young people, our most valuable asset, uh, young men and women in wars, is, is intolerable. It, it's, it's not right. It shouldn't happen. Go ahead. I, I interrupt you. What did you want to say? Is this, is this, is, is it, wait a second, is this Brett? Is this Brett? Brett, is yeah, this you? You're agreeing with me. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe it's Brett. <laughs> yeah. So I don't believe in drilling, 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 because, wait a second, but the idea of drilling, 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 or connecting to Canada to get more oil and gas is jeopardizing further our existential uh, uh, human existence on this earth. But I, I have to make I'm not saying for, I'm not saying to go to war. I'm saying to go to war. Uh, wait, I'm saying to go to economic war. I'm not saying to go to uh, to war with with getting our people killed. I'm saying economic war. We, we say we're not going to buy a barrel of oil, a barrel of oil from you ever, if you any or any country that's part of OPEC, and we'll do like we did in wait. And you are you're not old enough to know in the Second World War we had oil and gas rationing. And we used about a third of what we normally use. And if we do that, uh, you, uh, uh, what do you call it? And uh, in, in no time at all, the, uh, um, what, country, what country again <laughs> am I talking about? Saudi Arabia. In no, in no time at all, Saudi Arabia would fold. OPEC would fold. That's the war. I'm not talking about a war that we enter. You know, we've entered how many wars? How many since the end of the Second World? How many wars have we entered? We're the most belligerent country in the world. The most. We sell all the arms to every other country. We have a federal budget as equal to all the rest of the countries combined. And we've been in more wars than any other country, even though we've never been attacked. The closest we. No, 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 wait, wait. Let me give you the history. Every war since the Second World War, we've never won one. We went in the Korean War, we didn't win. We lost tons of people and tons of treasure. The next one was Vietnam, we, we didn't win that. We, we declared victory and crawled out with our tail behind our back. The next one was uh, Iraq, which still is Iraq. It's, nothing's been solved there. Uh, the one, the next one was Afghanistan. Uh, we've been, to, uh, lost 
millions and trillions of people. You know, the, you take issue with Biden. You know, the best thing Biden did since he got in, he, it, even though they criticized him and everybody criticizes him, the best thing he did was get us out of Afghanistan. Every president before him said we're going to get out in three months and six months and not. Bush declared victory. Boy, that was the worst thing he did. That's the best thing. We lost. We, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? We lost trillions. Who cares about the 85 billion? Who cares? Wait, who cares? Who, Brad, who, Brad, who cares about the, Brad, who cares about the 85 billion when we lost trillions there over the years? And we, one day we lost 12 to 15 soldiers. We would have lost more since then. That's outrageous. But we're out of there. Fine, we're out of, we're finally out of there. We're fine. We should have gone after Osama bin Laden. Not, not, not sacrifice everything. Right, well, may I make a point? Yeah. May I make a point? Okay. First, I absolutely agree with Osama bin Laden and not send thousands of our men and women into Afghanistan nor Iraq in order to try to. Uh, and how about how about our Korea? How about, wait, let me, let me just, I don't want to interrupt you, but I just want to ask you. No, I just want to interrupt you one minute, and then I'll let you go on. One, one second, one second. I want to ask you, what about, wait, wait, did, did, we, did we belong in Korea for any reason? Did we belong in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Vietnam in any reason? There's no reason for, for us to be able the Monroe, the Monroe Doctrine was we, we should uh, we ju should just take care of our part of the world. I don't want to be self-sufficient at the cost of. I don't want to be self-sufficient at the cost of tolerating the use of fossil fuels anymore. It's enough. If you don't believe in, in uh, if you don't believe in global warming, warming, look out, look out the door of your where you live, look out the door where you live. Look at the temperatures, over a hundred now in, in places every day. It's uh, oh, Colorado, yeah, yeah, sure. That's that's why you that's why that's why you don't mind. That's why you don't mind. But if you live in Texas or in Nevada or you know you're living in a yeah, I know. You're, you're, you're not, so now you can talk. But but there's global warming and there's there's fires and there's fires in California. There's more droughts than ever. There's everything's wrong. There's more more hurricanes. There's more. We're breaking the record every day of the of the uh, heat. Uh, it's outrageous. Stop canvassing. And and people are getting people are getting asthma. People are getting asthma and stuff. We should have a crash program like we had for, for uh, uh, when we beat the Russians to uh, when they shot up Sputnik and got the uh, got to the moon before them and and achieved them in every area. Yeah, yeah. So that's the kind of program. That's the kind of program we should have to to get off oil, gas, and all those coal. Trump gets in and he says we're going to do more coal. What kind of idiot was he? What kind of idiot? Wait a second. I'll tell you. One of the solutions to to uh, inflation is get rid of the the uh, the uh, tariffs. He introduced tariffs. 
The minute he introduced tariffs, I said, next year, two years, we're going to have inflation. Because China was giving us everything that's in Walmart and in Target and in Lowe's and in Home Depot and in all the dollar stores. It had to go up. It's ridiculous. It's against the... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an expert. I can't argue with. Brett, I can't. Brett, I can't argue with that. About you could make. You could make any. You don't replace it. You don't replace it overnight. You have Americans sacrifice, so we break that monopoly, like we send people to jail today. During the second during the Second World War, we 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 suffered much more than that, and people cooperated and they were patriotic. It was so wonderful, they they were terrific. Everybody did adhered to, and nobody complained. That guess, yeah. Well, that's why we got it. Americans are are willing to do that again. I promise you. We have the best life in the world. That's sort of. We have, Americans, notwithstanding, notwithstanding anything else, Americans have the best life in the world and better than any a life that a king lived up to prior to 200 years ago. So if they got to make some sacrifices, no, but you're saying it's, in, it's urgent that they have all these things. It's not. We should learn to make sacrifices to achieve a better world. Who? Shall I tell? Wait, let me let, let me let me respond to that. Let me respond. Let me res, let me respond. Let me respond. Let me respond to you that. Let me respond to that. Okay. Okay. The poorest person in this world, in this country today, the poorest, living on food stamps and and uh, welfare payouts and and rent subsidies, lives better than any king in the history of the human race up to 200 years ago. If he, he gets better food when he goes to the market uh, with food stamps, he could get ice cream, he could get meat. He could, they couldn't get anything. They could, even the king couldn't get uh, fresh meat unless they killed the meat that day. There was no refrigeration. They, they couldn't get the entertainment that these people get. For $100, they could buy a television or less. Maybe $100, they could even get a colored television and get all the entertainment, sports uh, for free. Sports, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, shows of any kind of show, uh, <clears throat> game shows, um, uh, what is it called? Reality shows, everything you could think of they could get better than if the king was happy if a troop was coming to, through town. In terms of medicine, in terms of medicine, wait a second, let me tell you the rest. In terms of, let me finish, let me, let me finish. In terms of, 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 of medical care, the, they had no, no treatment that, that reduced their, their uh, pain or, or nothing, no cures. 
you know, they just they pulled out a tooth. They took a pliers to pull it out. I mean, you know, without any painkillers. Today we, they live. They get the best medical care, even if they're on Medicaid or Medicare. They get the best uh, uh, if they want to travel. The, a king got on a boat that took him four months to get to the U.S. They died on the ship. The, the poorest person, uh, I once came back from Florida. I had to get buy the ticket the day before because I had an urgency. So I sat next to a woman. I said, what did you pay for your ticket? She said, $80. I said, what? She said, yeah, $80. I said, you know, I paid $800. How, how did you get away with paying $80? She says, I planned the trip six months ago and I bought the ticket then. So the poorest people, go. the poorest people can, can do better than the king. There's nothing that, that, that the poorest, so it's a, yes, they, we could do better. We should eliminate all poverty. We're wealthy enough. But don't, don't give me that, uh, you know, you're crying for the, for the poor. You're, you're not crying for the poor. You're not crying for the poor. You're like the very wealthiest. They, they're not, they, they don't want to, what do you call it? They don't want to give up any of their special tax. Uh, what's his name? A Jewish guy uh, uh, who owns Blackstone. Um, what's, what's his name? What's his name? Schwartzman. Schwartzman said if they take a... Uh, yes. Yeah, so you know what he said when they said they, they're, they're going to raise the uh, uh, the taxes on um, on carried interest. Carried interest. You know what carried interest is? It gets the capital gains treatment even though they get it for their work. In other words, they charge 2% and that they treat as income. What they earn, the 20% they earn, if they do well, they treat that as, as uh, capital gains, like the people who invest the money at risk and, and might lose it, so they need an inducement to get a special privilege on their taxes. But they didn't get any. Right, so capital gains tax is lower than its earned income. Right, and, 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 and no, but, but to earn it on, on uh, carried interest where they had no investment, it's their work. I don't mind getting the, the bonus for their work, but it shouldn't be... Capital gains. Capital gains should go for the people that took the risk. That's why we're set up. So you know what he said? If they eliminate that, it's like the Nazis. That's a Jewish guy said that. If they eliminate that, if they do that, the American government, if they eliminated the carried interest, the capital gains, that's like the Nazis. You see, the rich are so spoiled in this country. And what did Trump do? He gave a big tax cut. About 80% went to the top 1%. It's outrageous. Your hero, Trump, uh, he introduced tariffs. Tariffs are the thing that, uh, that's the opposite of what, what Adam Smith said. Adam Smith from each according, not now, from each, each person, free enterprise, uh, <clears throat> uh, free trade. Capitalism is the benefit because each person in his own selfish interest produces what other people want and, and at a price, they got to do it at a low price to get people to buy it. So that's the basis of capitalism. He understood that selfishness is, a, is one of the beneficiaries, one of the causes of, uh, of the beneficiary of, of, uh, of uh, capitalism. So the Chinese did that as a, as a country. Yeah, just let me finish this. 
the Chinese were providing us all this stuff, just as a, a, another person gives us uh, the, uh, his work at, at, uh, for, our, for our money. That, that's what they did. So there's nothing better. We should thank them. You know, the, the, the thing is that these days, uh, what do you call it? Um, the, um, the goal of each country is to in improve their employment. So they want to sell more than they buy, export more than they import. But we weren't suffering. We were doing great. Everything was hunky-dory. You know, we used to worry on Wall Street when they, they reported the negative balance of trade and the market used to go down. Afterwards, we had the biggest balance of trade deficit and, and the market didn't even move. It, it, it went up because it worked out well. We were, given, we were buying their products and giving them our money and they were investing it in the United States and, and we have enough jobs to, to, if, we, if we paid attention and if we cared to give everybody employment for the next 100 years to, to rebuild our bridges, to rebuild our bridges, our tunnels, our schools, our... our, we had no unemployment. We had no unemployment. We had no unemployment. We had no unemployment. And not only that, one of the main... Good, good, good. We don't need, we don't, we don't need them. We don't need them except for vital things that we should have. We, the, that, that you're right. About, that no, that you're right about. We that's that you're right about. We should pick pick the things that we have to have, and and uh, and uh, not depend on others for the things we have to have, but not but not. Uh, not all the other products, because we have enough work that will benefit Americans. Better roads, better. I hate it when I, we 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 spend so much time. We spend so much. Bullshit! 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 Brett, with all the respect, that's all bullshit. That's all bullshit. That's all bullshit. You know, you know why we have inflation now? Because we don't. We have uh, full employment. I don't know if, we, what the, if you know what the Phillips curve is. The Phillips curve says when there's full employment, then uh, the likelihood is you're going to get inflation because the next guy to get to get an employee has to. We have full employment. We have full employment. The people don't want to work because. You know, all these years, all these years, all these years, all these years, the Phillips curve hasn't worked. Since 1958, the Phillips curve worked. I agree with you. Wait, but then it, why, why, did it, why did it, didn't it work? Because we didn't have any, any inflation, zero inflation. We were close to zero. Uh, but they were trying to get it up to 2%. Because a little inflation is good. We, you know why, had no, why we had no inflation? Because we had access... There was no more uh, full employment because we had access to the uh, uh, workers throughout the world. So when we got full employment, they provided everything we needed. So there's, there was no, when Trump put in the, uh, the tariffs, that's when it, it changed. So you, one day, one day, one day, let's, 
one day. What was the true? Uh, Trump was absolutely responsible by putting the tariffs on and, and losing the resource of all these external employees. Now, now we... Yeah, how come we didn't have inflation during the time he made those tariffs? We had them on for at least three years. Well, it doesn't happen, over, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. Once he put it in, I said, a year, in a year or two, we're going to have great, a great deal of inflation. So the two things that cause... The major things that cause inflation... Are uh, the OPEC and and uh, the lack of uh, using China? We're exploiting China. In one case, we're being exploited by by uh, an extortionist oil prices. Even the American companies are making profits they never made before. Of course, the uh, the the, uh, uh, the what is it? Uh, what's China? What's China? What what what? If we made everything here in America, what's, we wouldn't have to Saudi Arabia. China, we wouldn't have to worry about OPEC. Sorry, uh, we don't. We, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is Saudi Arabia is exploiting us and and uh, extortioning us. And China is benefiting us by giving by by giving us labor force. They're giving us their labor force. They're giving us their labor force and their work at, at a fraction of what, what we produce it at. So the vital things, you're right. We didn't have gas. We didn't have masks for the, for the hospitals when the pandemic started. We didn't have gloves. We didn't have every covers. Those kind of things, medical supplies, we should have. But not not all the all, not all the cockamamie th things that we that we we have to we don't have to produce them. We don't have to produce anything. We don't have to produce anything. I want to ask you something. Wouldn't you Wouldn't you like to be on a roads that you don't have to truck drivers and and individuals get aggravated every day and it's so costly by sitting in traffic jams every day every year we we sell seven million additional cars. We don't build any additional roads. Infrastructure is the most, the best investment we could have, and the Chinese give us the prerogative to do, use all our employees to, so we can build that. Uh, schools, highways, uh, ports, every every good thing, tunnels, bridges. We got bridges that were built, uh, most of them over a hundred years ago. That's why they're caving in. Uh, think about it. You're a bright guy. Think about it. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, instead of taking... Green, that's... Trump didn't, Trump didn't uh, do anything for infrastructure. In four years, in four years... Okay, let me, let me tell you this. I love I love I love your th thinking because it gets me to think. But I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal. We're we're monopolizing other people from coming on. But I love your calls. So I'll I'll pick up the I'll pick. Wait wait. Let, let me finish. I'll pick up the tab. We could, you could go to the best restaurant. I'll pick up the tab, 
and we'll have the discussion in person. But if you promise not to hit me. <laughs> I, 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 lo I, I love you. I love you. Maybe at some someday I could I maybe someday I could win you over on some of these. Bye bye. Bless bless you and bless all my listeners. And I'm sorry that uh, Brett took up all the time, but it was uh, intriguing, interesting, and I never got to, to make all my points, but hopefully I'll talk about it next week or, or I'll talk about the fence spending next week. I'm sure Brett will have uh, uh, vigorously disagree with me. Anyway, I love you all. Have a great week. God bless you. Bye-bye.